Bender. We're here, and we have, like, talked about everything in an hour. And now we're back circling around talking about, like, doctors and why they need to ask other specialists for help. Now, when I think of a specialist, I think of somebody like you. I think of somebody that has experience and power and has really done the work with getting people to the other side. And sometimes doctors aren't able to do that. They can't see that. They might just offer a prescription to somebody that's suffering through depression or somebody that's suffering with addiction or they might offer a pill because that's what they were taught. And then there's no plan that goes along with that. And then, you know, by the time they get to you, now not only do they have maybe a sickness like depression or whatever it might be, now they have a pill problem. So without... Um, you know, it's hard to talk about like doctors and prescribing medication and pharmaceuticals because there's, there's some good in that. Absolutely. Modern medicine saved my life. Right. You know, we need that, but it did not heal me. And that was my responsibility to heal and find those answers, find the answers I was looking for through different experts and different experts aren't always professionals. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They could be an expert, you know. At, um, you know, hey, I love, the, you're always in a great mood. Can I hang with you? Right. You know, <laughs> they could be an expert in, in um, something that you love, that you love to do, horseback riding or whatever mm. it is, whatever is bringing you joy or bringing you back to who you are, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 and that's what I did. I looked and I said, there's got to be, there's got to be answers. There's something deeper, what I felt, what I experienced on the other side, and I'm willing to go around the world to find it. Because I knew that human beings were capable of what I experienced. This mm-hmm. love, this intelligence of love. And I said, God, I will go anywhere in the world. And I end up Even on a plane. Even climb mountains. Yeah, I ended up on a plane in India. <laughs> God knows. I got on a plane to India. But I had no fear. And I listened to my intuition, which was what I came back with after passing over. I will never, ever, ever doubt my intuition, which is my higher self. And, you know, it's so great that you talk about the journey of you finding yourself. Something happened, very traumatic, you did the work. You did more work than most people do in a lifetime because you didn't do it just in one place with one person. You had, like, a team of healers and Mm -hmm. experts, and you had a, a physician who, you know, gave you the proper medication. You've talked about the physician that saved your life. I even go on medication. Yes. Right, but you... you I refused to go on medication because I wanted to feel every single thing Mm -hmm. because I knew for me, I needed to feel everything that I denied in my life, what I was conditioned to do. So I was willing to go in there and go into the depths of my soul and the fire in my belly and everything to go... And be alone. I'm a warrior. (laughs) I got this. And you know what? I may not have everything, but... You have God. I have God. I found I found my higher self and my higher power. It went deeper. Everything I always had in me, but I lost it, and, and it brought me back to it. Don't you think that you doing that for yourself has been the absolute magic and gift that you're able to bring to so many women, especially women? Yes, men too. Yes. But because you've had the experience, right? You've been through the depths of darkness and passing over and building yourself back up 
and knew how to do all of the work to get you to a place that you know yourself took a long time. And it wasn't just one person or one healer or one time that you climbed Machu Picchu. It was many hurdles and many different songs that you sang and <laughs> well, states that you've been to and countries that you've traveled yeah. to. I've learned a lesson that surrendering means not giving up. It means letting go of what's no longer of service to me. So each one of those journeys, are, I challenged myself. That's what I loved about it is like I was so hungry for more information. And the deeper that I went, it wasn't so much it was painful. It was actually exhilarating to let it go. Mm. It was exhilarating to just free my soul mm-hmm. and, and go back to my true nature, which I've always knew because again this is something that's happened to me it wasn't who I, who I was at my core and even God when I passed over told me that if you didn't didn't go through these experiences yourself there's no way you're going to help other people go through it through it also so you had to understand the mindset the emotions the, the depths mm-hmm. of wanting to die and no longer live and how do you get out of those spaces and places that you know the 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 mind can go that deep into the abyss it's it's pretty sad it's it's pretty scary it's very scary and when i think about the doctors that i've worked with in the past and it, it must be difficult for them to not know something not know how to help somebody So what ends up happening, and this is, I can speak to it because I've been there while it's happened, Mm -hmm. they will just kind of make it up as they go, (laughs) right? (laughs) You know, and and really not have the right resources because they're not taught certain things in medical school, right? They're not taught about (laughs) fixing your your inner self and finding spirituality and, you know, that's like... That's like holy voodoo voodoo stuff, woo woo everything, right? That and but they're taught sad. science. It is sad. That's what they're conditioned to believe. Absolutely, and think. right. And so then everybody else can't be Suffers. as smart as them, <laughs> right? You know, they're, and that's, that's a tough thing. I do think it's evolving. I think that we especially have found some really great doctors, healers yes. and doctors absolutely that, that really get it and are willing to be open minded to it. But there's still a lot of work to be done, right? There's still a lot of work. I mean, here's an example. When I had my um, near-death experience, and was, was my uterus ruptured, and it could have been prevented. And I knew that I could take it to court and sue because that was my right, and I wanted to take it to the, to, to the court system because of the uh, neglect. Mm-hmm. You know what the, She paused. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what the attorney said to me? What did he say? You can't sue a doctor. Because they're considered a god. That's what the it's too said. hard. It's too hard to sue a doctor. Well, and I, mean, I said, well, I'm not suing an actual doctor. I'm suing a midwife center, mm-hmm. which was licensed and mm-hmm. all good, affiliated mm-hmm. with a doctor. Mm-hmm. But the attorneys, the law even said, don't go there. So my point is, is that that's how our society puts a doctor on a pedestal mm-hmm. to think that they would even know sometimes more than our own bodies our own body's intelligence you know mm-hmm. when you go into a doctor you say hey doc and this happened to me before chronic fatigue was even something i'm having you know these symptoms and you know i know my body and oh it's just stress just go home and take this and i'm like no it's more than stress there's something else that's off there's an imbalance in my system i don't know what it is but mm-hmm. i don't want to hear it's just stress mm-hmm. you know and that's what a lot of doctors would do 
with women mm -hmm. because we use the medical system the most or children it's like oh you know all your symptoms are made up you know mm -hmm. here go home and take speed you know as they do with the mothers mm -hmm. in the 50s because you can keep up with everything mm -hmm. so that it was that kind of thing we're we're taught to give our power away mm -hmm. to a doctor not trust our own body's intelligence our own intuition and say hey i know what my body is and come to the doctor and talk to the doctor about your symptoms and come to a conclusion right so you know there's a, a few things about that in the medical community right because I get to hear what the doctors say when they don't spend enough time with the patient and the patient is upset that they don't spend enough time well it's because they have to see a hundred patients during the day and because yeah. they have to have a, a certain volume to hit because right. they're not getting reimbursed enough from yeah. the managed care yeah. and they it's like this big vicious vicious cycle. vicious cycle so I think the best thing we're all caught up in the cycle. We're caught, well, but not it's how us, we're going to get off God, it. But Th you know. that's the thing. You got to get off. <laughs> you got to get off. You got to create a new direction. And or that's what's so great, what's starting to happen. Collaborate. Collaborate with other professionals. Absolutely. That, makes that your can message help you. stronger. It makes yeah. everything stronger. And that's where the whole industry is starting to go. They're realizing that they have to bridge holistic with modern. Yes. You know? One day, maybe in our lifetime, it will be reimbursed by insurance companies. Do I think that's going to happen in our lifetime? I don't know. But, you know, I think that what would be so great is if more physicians were open to say, say somebody comes into a primary care doc and they're suffering from depression, right? Now, the primary care doc isn't actually 100% an expert in mental health disorders, depression. Right. He's not a psychiatrist or a psychologist. You know, instead of writing that prescription saying, hey, listen, you know, I have this professional I want to refer you out to, and um, we have this great relationship together, and then they collaborate. But what happens is everybody's so flipping busy that they don't end up following up with that care with each other because everybody's in that rat race, right? So today now, with you know, the institute that you're building and this amazing haven for healers that are stressed out, that do need to be in a place where leaders go and where they they teach what they've learned together in unison and then bring that to the masses, right? Because everybody needs a place to get their own type of healing, right? Mm -hmm. Every professional, mm -hmm. me, you, all of us, because my God, if we ever stop getting help, it's going to be a bad day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's going to be a bad day, right? If I'm not meditating or riding my bicycle and you're not on your horses for a no. while, it's going to be, be a bad not, day. Yeah. It's not going to be good. <laughs> right. So, you know, just, just give the audience a little feedback about what your the mission is with building the, the mothership that you're birthing here in St. Petersburg. Well, as we were discussing, it's kind of easier to describe what I'm not. Right. You know, I'm not a yoga studio, although yoga is one of the tools that I use, and I am a certified yoga teacher in three different types, but I basically deal with the psychology of trauma, and yoga is one of the tools. Um, trauma, Sierra, trauma. Trauma. Trauma is a big one. Yeah, trauma. Right? That's what my that? specialty. Yeah, Oprah Winfrey brought that psychiatrist on 60 Minutes, and she said instead of asking the question... What's wrong, wrong with, with you? you? What's happened to you? What's happened to you? Exactly. As I always say, this is something that's happened to you. It's yes. not who you are at your core. How do we erase the cellular memory of that? That's trauma. Trauma could be anything from a car accident that's really horrific to a time that you actually went out of your body in order to survive something. That could be an overbearing child, uh, overbearing parent when you were a child. That could be a bad relationship, you know, a bad first 
obsession of making love. I right. mean, it goes to that bad, you know, when I have women and goddess in the bedroom and stuff. Like, they remember and then how that carries on. That's traumatic. Because nobody did, because not nobody, but a lot of people don't deal with that issue first. Yes. And so it, and just, then it just branches beep. out. It's like a different like kind of spider. Yes. <laughs> Spinning a web of sickness. That's right. Right? And it, and it just takes over the body and the thoughts and everything that goes along with it to protect it, you know? To protect yeah. that belief. So it's like really, the Institute is really a place, you know, the AKA mothership, my vision, my intention was always for the leaders in the industry and for people who are um, wanting to do the work, you know, really serious about where do I go to fill myself up? Where do I go for the up and coming knowledge that's out there that may not be out in the industry yet because people don't want to talk about it yet, but it's there. You know, and and it has been there for thousands of years, and it's just kind of getting all of these leaders and people in the medical industry, health industry, to come and teach their medicine. So when I say medicine, that's an indigenous term, which means your God-given gift. So each of us have our own medicine, and how do we teach that medicine? How do we share that medicine? Not just with our clients, with each other, mm-hmm. to make us stronger, to make mm-hmm. us go out there. Because we get beat up. Mm-hmm. You get beat up by media. You get beat up by your clients. You get beat up by the industry. And it's all part of it. And you how know? can you really but that's provide okay. value to anybody if you're not, if you're not standing yourself? <laughs> right, really. If you're not standing <laughs> to take the punches. the life out of yeah, you every exactly. day for years and years and years. How do you continue doing that if you're not filling yourself up? I think of all, as soon as I said that out loud, I think of all of the male physicians that I've worked with in my life that just get beat up all day long. And then they go home, they have to take a nap, power nap, for like three hours, check out, and then eat. It's excruciating. Eat. 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 Keep on eating. Maybe a little drinky, drinky poo. Yeah, put a little emotional poop. armor on, and oh, you, then you can't. Armor? You can't even I put it. That. You can't even be in your heart as a physician or as 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 that space or place because, you know, a lot of people don't want to take responsibility for their health, and it's just hard for physicians on that side too. It's like, okay, well, you're not helping me here. You know, what are your symptoms, or how do you feel? I don't know. Or the opposite end is like, okay, as a doctor, I'm turning over, you know, clients so fast, patients so fast that I can't even have a relationship with them. And that's pretty sad, too. So, so I mean, that's even in my industry. Mm -hmm. You know, all these workshops. I'm like, hey, girls, stop being workshop junkies. You know, like, start doing the work. You have to take what you've been doing and put it into your everyday life and effect. If you do a workshop and you do something, it's going to take you a good three months, you know, a good 60 days to just allow yourself to absorb what you were just taught and then work it. Just because you keep doing the work and taking in more information doesn't mean that you're actually embodying it and living it. And don't you think, too, when so when you see a physician, when I see a physician or a lot of my friends come back and tell me these things, that they went to the doctor to get healthy... But the doctor themselves looks like a haggard mess. Yeah. Stress, bags under the eyes. Really, like, that is what I think first. Poor thing. Because we know (laughs) that, you know, it's a lot of work to to give all the time. Give, give, give of yourself. Give, give, give. Always be running, running, running. 
But the people that are like healthy, that really want a higher level of health, even like that next, like, how can I evolve to that spirituality that keeps me floating around in the air all the time? You can't get that from somebody that is exuding their own sickness, right? I mean, that's, this is not a a blanket statement. We know we got some real superstar kind of doctors running around and doing marathons and all those things, but... They really do, right? We have to, like, we got to help them. We got to help them understand that there's no way that they can heal others if they can't heal themselves, right? Right. Or I always say the intention is, is why did you get into the industry that you did? Oh, I want to become a healer. Whoa. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's kind of like, mm, I don't know. To me, it kind of, I want to become of service. I want to... Um, you know, help 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 people be the vers- best version of themselves. Because you know, as a healer, you know, it's it's a touchy situation because it's like you're not the healer; you're the catalyst. You have the ability because you have the knowledge and the desire to help, but you're not the one who's doing it. And 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 I feel that that's where in the medical industry, that's where we're starting to go. It's like doctors are starting to realize that hey, there's some extra help out there mm-hmm. that I don't know about. And you know, thank God. thank God they're opening their and minds. And they're starting to, that, to open right? up, yeah, because mm-hmm. they're realizing that people are getting sicker mm-hmm. and chronic disease. They can't, they can't be their savior. No. And you know, people who are in the industry of my industry, it's more or less like, okay, we need to give you the tools to build yourself up so you can identify mm-hmm. why you have this illness or mm-hmm. sickness. Mm-hmm. You know. So I'm so excited because every time you talk about the Institute, I think about all of these doctors and therapists and psychiatrists and nurse practitioners, people that really need a place of, of like sound mind and place where they can clear their own energy and they can take from other leaders in the industry and, and learn from them and and then bring that back to the patients because that's when the healing really starts, right? Like, mm-hmm. if the person that is in charge of your health is getting healthy themselves, mm-hmm. what a flippin' gift that is. Well, you're, you're your own best advocate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I don't look healthy and I'm right. not living the lifestyle, how can, I, how can I sell or how could I give advice if I'm not living it myself? And so that's where the intelligence is no longer in the medical just about book intelligence and knowledge. It's about how to put this into effect for prevention. Mm-hmm. Prevention, you know, so it's, 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 um, so it doesn't become acute, you know. And, and so, you know, for me, that's what it's always been. But people don't want to spend money on prevention because it's kind of like, well, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Well, it's kind of like um, car insurance, you know? People will spend a ton of money on their cars, <laughs> but they won't invest in their own bodies. Yes. It's kind of baffling, right? Like, if we think yeah. about how... If, if I know for me, if I got all my friends together, right, and we were just sitting around and said how much we spent on shoes and clothes and nice dinners, if we took that money and put it aside to work on the stuff that matters, like keeping us alive, I don't know, like our life... Or our, our mental health, or our, you know, working out and learning about nutrition. Like, it would be some pretty powerful stuff. So the, the financial end of it is, um, of course, managed care needs to get hip with 
you know, uh, preventing chronic disease, but we, we think that's a long time away. But for now, thank God there's going to be an institute right here in St. Petersburg. Yeah. And it shouldn't cost that much money to be healthy. Hello. To go back to the basics, be in nature, make sure you eat good food, make sure you're around good company. Mm-hmm. You know, it all goes back to... Be good to, to people. To, yes. It mm-hmm. all goes back to the basics of, um, you know, and even Albert Einstein's theory, it's called zero point. How do you measure a health of a cell? Is by how much oxygen is in it. I mean, every time I'm challenged by a doctor, that's what I go back to. I'm mm-hmm. like, really? Like, you're not going to one-up on me and think, yes, you're a doctor. You're, obviously, you know more than me. I'm not a brain you know, surgeon, and I'm not a doctor. However, I do know the basics to any health and well-being is all about oxygen and how you bring oxygen to a cell. So through, through your food, through your environment, through your company, you know, it's like being around people who are stressed out. (laughs) You know, they suck the oxygen Mm -hmm. out of their room, right? You think about in your life, you know, essential oils are the fastest thing that brings oxygen to a cell besides your breath. Mm. I mean, that's why essential oils are so huge, but that was considered witchcraft. Even when I first started and I did aromatherapy, that was considered witchcraft. So Mm -hmm. that's not only, that's not even 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. So... Wow, you know? know. So this is where we're at right now. It, it, it's it's uh, we're evolving slowly, too slow. <laughs> and as and as, like a snail. And as the natives always say, yeah, we have to slow down in order to catch up mm. because we already know all this. Mm-hmm. We're in a society that says prove it, mm-hmm. prove it. I mean, I just put an article out on my Facebook that says walking barefoot is healthy on the earth. Right. Are, they, are you serious? Like, you had to prove that? Right. You had to prove that. I'll tell you what, well, my family, How about we all going proved into the it. ocean? Yeah, we proved it together. We went to see a concert outside, and we all put our feet in the grass. And we literally, all at the same time, were like, oh. Yeah. Like, it immediately felt good. It's so simple, people. Nature releases serotonin in the brain the fastest. So get out there, people. Get out so there. We were talking about depression. Yes. Fastest thing to heal. Like, if you feel depressed... Is get in, get, get in into nature because mm-hmm. it makes you breathe. It makes you get into your body because that's what the breath does. Mm-hmm. But if we breathe, guess what? Then we have to feel. If we have to feel, then we have to deal with our stuff. If we have to deal with our stuff, then the anxiety goes, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I'm not in the relationship. I hate my job. I don't feel good. You're and, missing the yeah. benefit of being able to yeah. see Sierra right yeah. now. <laughs> so all that stuff comes up, the itty-bitty shitty committee, and then that's where it takes us down into being depressed and depression as we were talking about because the anxiety keeps us in our head and not in our heart and our body because we're all not taught that head. as a society no we're not taught that we're not taught to we're not taught to like you really should probably get as much mental health therapy as possible through your life and when i say therapy i don't mean actual therapy like you should go out in nature you should be in the sunlight you should be around positive people you should be around people that build you up you should stand up for yourself you should speak out these are the things that we should be talking about when the kiddos are very young not like when we grew up things are shifting slowly slowly very slowly but i remember even when i was going through my healing it was like i don't want to hear how you feel like it's too heady Mm -hmm. You know, I was working with natives and different um, people. What? We don't talk. We do. It's like paint the fence. You know, the karate kid, remember? It's like go dig a hole. Go walk that mountain. Go reflect on what's going on. You know, you got to work those emotions out through your body. 
go sit in that yoga posture for five minutes and breathe and boil your eyes out. I'm not going to sit here and talk to you about it. And that Crying was the power of good. it. Yeah, it was releasing mm-hmm. all of that in my body. Because sometimes when I was going through therapy, it was like mental gymnastics. If I knew how I felt, then I wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. I don't know how I feel. So my therapy was taking a, a bat, my <laughs> softball bat, <laughs> to a huge... No, seriously, yeah. I left therapy, and I said, this isn't working for you. Now, mind mm-hmm. you, this is like long time, 30 years ago, mm-hmm. and I just said, I, my brain hurts. Actually, it's bringing up more anxiety for me, and I felt perilous that when I left, I had all this anxiety, and this is exactly what I'm trying not to do is be codependent upon somebody else. And therapy works for many people. I'm not saying that it doesn't, but for me, because I'm a body and moving mm-hmm. person, I took my softball bat to my... Um, punching bag and that was my therapy and I hit it so hard that I bent my back because that's how much anger and pain and I would break down and cry and I loved it yes and I cried for hours and I was exhausted (laughs) but that was like you slept like a baby that was years of therapy right there amen well Sierra we're excited about the institute opening and there's going to be more more to come more excitement um we're so glad that you're here um providing this because there's nothing like it in Tampa Bay and, and um, to know that there's going to be something so powerful right here in our Tampa Bay community is, is pretty awesome. So mm. thanks for being here today. Yeah, thank you, Sharon. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Aho! More. Aho. Aho. More podcasts. Aho. Woo-hoo. Bye. <laughs> Bye.